0: Welcome to the reading of the Story of Immortality from the Brahma Kumaris World Spiritual University in London. The Story of Immortality is the fascinating tale of a seeker whose spiritual journey is woven from the factual truth of who we are, where we're coming from, where we're headed and what we need to do. Many new points about our spiritual journey will be revealed, so listen with an open mind until the end of the story and see yourself on this journey. It is recommended that you listen in silence and stillness so that your mind is clear and quiet. Today's reading is the continuation of chapter 9 and the teachings. Today you will be able to answer the following nine questions. 1. How did Baba become the embodiment of success and remain constantly cool, pure, and a bestower of happiness. 2. How did he face opposition to this new knowledge? 3. Why does Brahmababa have to make the most effort? 4. How do we settle our karmic accounts? 5. What were Brahmababa's supports? What was the nature of his intellect and the slogan he used to maintain this? 6. From whom and how? Do souls receive an inheritance? What is the inheritance? And what is re-established? Seven. How did Brahmababa remain stable? Eight. What was the sign of Brahma Baba coming close to the destination of becoming complete and perfect? 9. What did Brahma Baba embody to attain his subtle form? What had he become? And what had he conquered? As you have taken this amazing story, you reflect on your own story and how many times your mind has been pulled back to your old life on the other side of the door. This one truly seemed the perfect choice for this unique role. You wonder if you would have had the courage to leave your old life so suddenly and so completely. Guessing your thoughts, your father speaks through what you now understand is the mouth of Brahma. Brahma did not leave anything. He recognized the benefit and transformed everything. He surrendered the ego of the intellect and the dictates of his own mind and became the embodiment of success through the method of man, man above. He gave his wealth as the seed for world service with the faith that this giving was not giving, but was a means to receiving multi-million fold by touching the lives of millions. He fulfilled the responsibility to all of his physical relationships by transforming them with soul-conscious love He did not think about what would happen or how it would happen. In a second, according to the father's elevated directions, and as soon as the father gave a signal, Brahmut carried out the action and took the step. His each step of courage brought him the return of a hundredfold help from the Father. This is how he became constantly pure, cool and a bestower of happiness with his body, mind and wealth. Brahma's thinking and acting were according to my directions. Because he was the instrument for this new knowledge, he had to face so much opposition from people. Yet, by having the awareness of his self-respect, the company of the Father, and determination, faith and spirituality, he constantly remained unshakable and immovable he lived his life like a lotus flower, detached from the dirt of the water, while at the same time loving to all. No matter what confronting situations came up, in relation to his own family members, or from souls within the community, neither in his thoughts nor in his dreams did he have any upheaval of doubt. Though you wouldn't say it aloud to your father, it seems that at least in some ways Brahma must have had it easier than you and other students. It must be easy to remember the father when he's sharing your body with you. No sooner has the thought emerged in your mind than your father clarifies the point. Each one has a direct relationship with me. Brahma is a human being doing intense meditation to purify himself. This one has to make the most effort. Although I have taken this body on loan, this one has to make effort to have remembrance. Many times Brahma said, Although Father Shiva is sitting right next to me, I am still unable to remember him all the time. Sometimes I forget him. I understand that he is with me, but I still have to remember him in the way that others do. It is not that I can just remain content that he is with me anyway. No, remembrance slips away again and again. This destination is very high, and I have to make great effort in this. I continually said to Brahma remember me constantly because you are the one to whom all the storms will come first as tests otherwise how could you explain to others how to use knowledge and remembrance to gain victory you will be tested by all storms first We play a wonderful part together. However, the Almighty's strength is mine alone, not Brahma's. The body belongs to Brahma, and so whatever settlement of karma there is, this has to be dealt with by Brahma himself. It is not possible for me to give special blessings to this one. This one, too, has to make effort for himself. These are his karmic accounts that he has to settle. Everyone has to settle all their karmic accounts with knowledge and yoga. That is the law. There is no question of blessings in that. But what about Brahma's experience as a student, you wonder? He was the very first student in this school for souls. Did the knowledge somehow travel inside of his head from the teacher's soul to the student's soul so that he could instantly know things he hadn't known before? Again, the father interjects. I was teaching and Brahma was also studying along with the rest of the children. He used to say, I too am a student and I also have to pay attention to this study. When Father Shiva is sitting next to me in my body, I too listen to him. When he's telling the children something I too am listening to him. Brahma himself began listening to the knowledge at the age of 60. I gradually continued to speak knowledge a little at a time. I did not give all the knowledge at the same time. I gave a little knowledge every day. Brahma's special wonder was that although he was being used by the father as an example for others to follow, he himself did not have any physical example to follow. Unshakable faith and the father's directions were his support. With this strength and support, he made the impossible possible. His intellect was always light and his mind was carefree. His slogan was This is the Father's responsibility, not mine. I listen enrapt as the Father explains how this single human being, who is the point of entry, to this wondrous confluence age turned over his body and his life to God's task of establishing a new world. They were together more than thirty years in this one body, the Father steadily offering these jewels of knowledge of a rare truth hinted at in all scriptures and Brahma listening closely and serving as the model for all of those who would come afterward. Those who would be magnetized to this mysterious school for souls and the establishment of a new world. It is only from the Father that souls receive their unlimited inheritance. In the world, a child would receive an inheritance from the Bodily Father. Here, souls receive their spiritual inheritance from Father Shiva. No one receives an inheritance from Brahma. I sit in Brahma's body and give the children their unlimited inheritance of the treasures of knowledge divine virtues, and spiritual powers. I re-establish the eternal relationship between the Supreme Soul and the souls. Because he has become the instrument through which I meet you, Brahma is also respectfully referred to as the Father of Humanity. Even though the word Father is used, Brahma is still part of the creation. The inheritance is received from the Creator, the One who is the Unlimited Father. The Father explains that it is not that Brahma claims His inheritance from the Father and gives it to others. No. Each one receives his or her inheritance directly from the unlimited father. Brahma himself says to other students of Raja Yoga, you receive the unlimited sovereignty from that one. He is the greatest father. Do not remember me. I do not have any property that you could receive. Remember the one from whom you are to receive the property. If you do not remember the Father, you automatically do not receive an unlimited inheritance. The Father also tells me, Consider yourself to be a soul and remember me, and you will receive sovereignty over the world. I teach you through the ordinary body of Brahma. I carry out establishment through him. I entered his body to give all my children unlimited peace and happiness. Although I give him the title Of the father of the people. I am the Supreme Father, the Supreme Soul, the Almighty Authority and I give everything to the children. Some people think that Brahma is considered to be the Supreme Soul but you now understand that this can never be so. I, not this Brahma, Attracted you because I am ever pure. He has the intoxication of being a long lost, now found child of Father Shiva. He understands that he is a beloved child of the Father. He matched his thoughts and sanskars with mine and he moved along with easiness respect and love for others. His stage always remained stable and never fluctuated based on praise or defamation. He made special time in his daily timetable to practice staying in the aviat angelic stage. He did this through the practice of the bodiless stage staying in the awareness of the point of light, the soul. The sign of coming close to his destination of becoming complete and perfect was the awareness of his complete aviat form of the light of soul consciousness and of his future perfect form as a deity. The consciousness of the body totally merged, and the consciousness of these two forms merged, the aviat angelic form and the future deity form. This stage is called being equal to the Father. Being equal and being complete are the same thing. His life became the living laboratory on the field of action for the experiments with completion and perfection. Brahma is the human instrument who embodied the purity and truth of the father's teachings and directions and reached his aviat stage of complete soul consciousness. And his perfect stage of divinity. By the time of his changing from the corporeal form to the subtle aviat form, he had become incorporeal, egoless and viceless. He is the example the Father uses to demonstrate the aim and objective of the teachings of Raja yoga. In the last moments of being in the physical body, what did Brahma do when he attained his avyat stage? Like a bird, he flew away in one second. He flew away from the physical body in one second and reached the subtle region in his body of light. His final conquest in the corporeal world was victory over death and the conquering of attachment. His final stage was the remembrance of one. Do listen next week for the continuation of The Seeker's Journey. Om Shanti, which means I am a peaceful soul, and so I acknowledge all listeners too as peaceful souls. Om Shanti.